Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. A pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly sponsored by Inked Marketing Solutions and the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded comic for this episode. Well, it's going to belong to The Last Night of Twilight. Coming soon from the producer of Pinky and the Brain, Animaniacs, Batman Beyond, Static Shock, and the new Batman Superman Adventures. Yes, the man is uh, a legend in animation. Pinky and the Brain sold right there. The Last Night of Twilight. What happens when you're broke, but your endless war against crime isn't over? The Last Night of Twilight is a story about an everyday superhero. He has no powers. He has no thirst for justice. But now his body is starting to portray him. But he just can't stop. <sighs> Even a personal injury suit and losing all of his cool stuff won't stop him. His sidekick turning bad? That ain't gonna stop him. His or former adversaries returning or retiring, not returning, retiring, that ain't gonna stop him, but age, age is a son of a bitch, age is gonna, uh, might stop him, it might, I don't know, uh, we have a comic book here, people, uh, like I said, it, it, the, 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 the team behind this, mm, mm, I can't wait to see, oh, I'm looking at this cover here, man, you got this, this pretty dark hooded looking figure, and you got like an, uh, like a walker, like an old man walker, not a walker Texas ranger, like a, like a, like a tennis ball on the feet type of walker. Oh, I love it, man. I <laughs> love it so much. Uh, I'm into it. So uh, head on over to 
www.twinight.com. That's T-W-I-K-N-I-G-H-T.com. And uh, get in on this, man. I got a good feeling. And like I said, pinky in the brain. Come on. Come on. Age of Radio. And welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 373. The 373rd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a creator corner. And the creator, the corner, on this year's episode is uh, he's a monster in the industry. He's a beast. Uh, John Jang. Um, I, I, don't, I think he's the first creator I brought on that's uh, a cover artist. Um, that's, that's basically the, the stamp he's made in comics so far, and I cannot emphasize the phrasing so far enough, because I feel like there's, there's no task this man is not willing to take on, and we're going to talk all about that, in depth, and quite possibly, um, my, my favorite interview, I mean, this is, this is up there, people, I, I, I'm proud of this one. I had a great, great time talking with John Jang. But before we get into that, I, I have to shout from the rooftops about my newest affiliate, and that's going to be Nerds Forever. Head on over to 307nerdsforever.com. And while you're shopping around on one of my favorite places on the planet, it's websites to get uh, your, your comic books from. I think I said all of those words wrong, but you know what the fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, people. I'm excited. Head on over to 307nerdsforever.com and use code CHEERS at checkout to save even more money of already incredibly priced merchandise. So, yeah, let them know. Let them know. Cheers to comic sent you by using code CHEERS at checkout. So, mm-hmm. head on over. 307nerdsforever.com and be the next to experience what I've experienced, uh, you know, enough to make me go, hey man, you want to you be the affiliate of the show? I like quality like this. You go and experience that now. 307nerdsforever.com. 307nerdsforever.com. Now, with no further ado, I bring to you, oh man, my conversation with John Jang. Right, John Jang. How are you, brother? Good. How are you? How are you, Brian? Man, I'm probably uh, a little more excited than I usually am on these <laughs> things, and I've I've had some heavy hitters on this show, no doubt. But uh, this is one I've been we've been working for a while to get this thing going. Um, you're a busy man, and if you just looked at the internet at all, and you know you're in the comics realm, you could see how busy you are because you put out content, dude. So I'm 
I'm uh, I I feel really gracious for you to be able to cut out some some time in your 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 day to be able to do this on Cheers to Comics, man. So thank you. Oh, cheers! Thank you, guys. I'm I'm really humbled to be on. You know, you know, like Brian's been saying, we've been trying to make this happen for quite a long time now, and you know, um, scheduling and everything like that. So you know, I'm I'm glad to have a, a chance to kind of carve that in today. So you know. Again, I'm humbled to be on, Brian. Thanks for having me on. And didn't I did I hear that your show was like like going bonkers or something like that right now? Is that, Dude, is that what um, yeah, man. I, I started looking at some charts and it's like chart topping on two different charts. It's top three in another chart. Um, I, I never I mean, it's it's kind of surreal to see, man. It's it's exciting. Dude, it's cool right seeing on. comic books dominating, you know, uh, some sort of uh multimedia market because you know i mean there's nothing like there's any good comic book movies out there or anything like that <laughs> <laughs> um but uh no it's time for comic book podcast to actually have a good name and it's not you know it's cool to uh, i don't know i got into it because people are you know they start a podcast and they want to talk shit about what they like and it's like you're never going to get john jang on your podcast <laughs> if you talk all you, you spend an hour just talking about how you hate comics and you call yourself a fan so um here we are man three years later i've got john jang on i've got some uh, dude uh, i'm i'm, I'm oh, a I fan i am this is awesome i love it i love it um, well i i I've, I've always said that it's uh you know sorry to cut you off um oh you're good but you know just speaking about comics it's you know i always say it's uh you know i've worked in 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 film and i've worked in you know various creative industries and i've worked on you know the marvel movies since iron man one and and things like that and you know i worked on and when we worked on that movie initially, no one really had any idea who Iron Man was and, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. And, you know, I was like, shoot, shoot I, like, I would love to work on that movie. And the fact that I got to work on it and then, you know, it went bonkers and it kicked off what we know as the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all the other sort of like, you know, uh, uh, all the other sort of studios trying to kind of do the same thing <clears throat> with all of their properties and everything like that. And, you know, I've always said that comic books are essentially American mythology, right? It's, mm. it's, 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 it's a way of telling these stories, you know, in, in, in graphic form and, <clears throat> and things like that. And, you know, now that we're seeing them as dramas that we're seeing them as, you know, what they've always been as we, you know, as superhero stories as, you know, more family friendly, you know, content and all the wide variety of ways that you can tell a story and things like that and i think that it's you know they're being as they always have been i think they're being mined right now for really great ideas to be converted yeah. into other ips and you know other media and things like that so i'm, I'm glad that comic books are getting you know their their their, their time in the sun and things like yeah, that I mean, and it is it is our nature to be you know to 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 as nerds to hate on things <laughs> i mean so. yeah it, it, it's natural we got to make sure that some of you know, they, we we, we got to weed out some of the weak stuff for sure no doubt but at the same time i mean but you know, the, you got to take some time to praise the shit that you love too man and there's just i feel like it's really imbalanced so um yeah. I'm, I'm i'm here to pray like this is this is this is what we want to see when we go to buy a comic book i mean if you're not drawn or if you're not buying this it's because you're afraid of it you know, John, like the only reason you would walk by a John Jang cover and not buy it is because it terrifies you. And that's right, uh, that's, right. that's I, I love that about you, man. Um, but before we get too far in, I, I, for, you know, people like myself that just want to know where all of this came from, all of this talent. I mean, it sounds you've been saying you've always said comic books. Um, are, uh, did you discover comic books at a young age? Have you always been a reader or I mean, when did that? Yeah, you know, uh, for me. You know, comic books have always been um, 
a great, again, you know, being a, a um, child of immigrants and things like that, right? It's always about like, you know, how do we tell a story in a very sort of like, like I said, in a, in a very graphic way, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, things like, you know, TV and, 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 and comic books and all those things that have like, you know, a narrative within the pictures and all of those things, those, they've always kind of like been that thing that's, you know, been really, you know, really connects to me. And I think always, you know, being a, as, as an artist and a visual person too, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, you know, um, comic books again has just been always a, a really great way to not only tell stories, but really be expressive and, and, and express our styles and ex- express all of our, the way that we see the world, you know, in a yeah. very visual way. So I've always, I've always loved, you know, animation and comic books and, you know, those things. There a lot of the visual art forms and things like that. So, you know, I, I wasn't always an avid reader, but if nothing else, I always just look through those like there's, dusty newsprints and there's nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, yeah. I, like, not everyone <clears throat> before comics. It was me. It was the trading yeah. cards. Yeah. Like I, I, all yeah. of my knowledge came from those, the 91 ma- or the, the, the Marvel trading cards. And that's oh, how I started yeah. knowing my shit. You know, yeah. like I, I can look at people's stats, like no, Kingpin's stats. You know, he's more than Daredevil's stats. So Daredevil, I mean, Kingpin was whatever. I mean, so it's uh, I don't know. I was I was a nerd in that sense, but it, it's it, it's cool to yeah. I, I get where you're coming from there. Were were you an artist before you got into comic books, or the comics was that was just part of your inspiration to to get into um, becoming yeah. an artist? Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's like I've. As at a very young age, I was always kind of like doodling and drawing and, yeah. you know, the, that was kind of like a good outlet, kind of always, you know, making art was kind of like my way of not being bored as a kid. Understood. You know yes. I mean? Yeah. Yes. So, you know, having that opportunity and then like, you know, walking into comic book stores and always, you know, the spinner racks and, you know, things like that, even that like the 7-Elevens and things like that, like I couldn't always get those, but I, I just loved the... the the sort of visceral sort of like, you know, way of, like I said, maybe it's different now because kids don't have these opportunities, but again, just going and hitting a, a, a deli, a Seven Eleven, whatever it may be. And there's a spinner rack of comics and, <laughs> you know, and that's the thing you can, you may not ever buy them, but you're just like looking at, looking at them. And some of them just become so tattered because, you know, oh, yeah. I've seen yeah some with the spines coming off and, you know, all those yeah. things, but it's just a great opportunity to, 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 to connect with it, absorb it. And, you know, and so I've always loved it. And then I don't think until I was like, maybe I remember having my first job um, in middle school, things like that. And go, riding my bike to this job, I would always ride by this comic book shop and it was this little tiny shop. And I finally went in and, and I got, you know, on the spinner rack was the what was it, Amazing Spider-Man two ninety eight, and oh yeah, 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 yeah that'll like, do it. Well, McFarlane action. Well, the thing is, is that I've always loved, you know, back in the day, I, I really loved like the John Burns and the Basimas, and I'm I'm kind of like showing my age mm-hmm. here, but you know, and all of those guys, Arthur Adams and things of that, like, and again, they had their very expressive styles and everything like that. But really, like something when I saw that McFarlane with like the big feet and chunky webs and, you know, I tell the story a lot, but it it kind of like, it really like unlocked something where I was like, it for a long time. And I think as as any any artist should at that age, you're trying to get it right. 
you know what mm-hmm. i mean you're trying to you're trying well there was the marvel right. way to draw comics right, but, and right, that was right. that was before todd mcfarlane you know like todd <laughs> McFarlane tore that book up so i mean i i know what you mean by like there you, you're trying to follow this this, right. this formula and then right yeah you and see i think that, that my, my, yeah and i think mcfarlane kind of like and, and with every like and not just spider-man but like you know, and then I would look at some of his older stuff that he did. And I was like, holy crap, he did like the Incredible Hulk. And he did, mm. you know, and he did a, 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 you know, Batman year one and things like that. And then what it was is that every time he touched one of these characters, he was imbuing and infusing something of his own into yes. these characters. Instantly and, making them iconic. And I mean, to, and more than they've ever been. It's, it's yeah. insane how you can make the Hulk or Spider-Man more iconic just by drawing them a little differently and uh, well, giving them more expression and stuff right. like that. And I think that it's not necessarily like, um, it's one thing to do the art. Right. And I think that's the, the thing that people don't realize it's, it's, if you can, if you can draw a character differently, that's always great, but to draw differently and to get it published. Like, I mm-hmm. think those are things that people don't really like. I'm sure that his year one Batman, people were like the editors and things like that were like, what are you doing with this Cape? Like, right that's not what the cape does you know uh-huh. why or, or why does the incredible hulk have this like giant brow and why does he you know why is this like this hulking like we've never seen him like that before why is spider why is spider-man so you know uh why is why is he so flexible why are we seeing the bottom of his feet all the time his big like those eyes are too big like i'm sure that these are like discussions i had but that's the thing is that it's ballsy to put it on paper it's ballsy to kind of like push for it right it's ballsy right. to say you know this is what I see. This is how I express it, you know? And it's, it's, it's always, a, I think sometimes the struggle, sometimes with my art too, like, I think people are just like, that's, that's just not how we see certain characters and things like that. Right. Well, but how, I think that how, we, how you, we should push it. Yeah. You know? See, how, how do you take that when, I mean, cause you, I mean, you, you, you do push it with your art, no doubt about it. I'm one of my favorite covers of all time. Just I'm, I'm a, I'm a, real fanboy for the batman who laughs <laughs> and this deceased number four cover dude that you did like that is yeah. like tippy tippy top for me like top five covers of all it. time probably um I uh, but i mean that, that that's a cover that yes is meant to be demented and you know disturbing but then you kind of look at you know your harley quinn with the bleeding eyes i mean how, yeah. how, how is stuff like that received for you i mean i love it i mean i bought it i clearly love yeah. it but um right, I, how, how do right. you take that yeah, and I think that's that's kind of like you know when I you know I, I used to be I used to be an art director too at like mm. some Silicon Valley companies and you know you kind of get a good understanding of like what it takes to understand a brand right and I think that's the other thing too is that you're you know anytime you're doing any one of these characters you're not necessarily just illustrating right you're you're getting a good understanding of the brand and you're getting a good understanding of the brand of that character and you're getting a good understanding of the brand of that publisher and all those things. And how much can you sort of like push it? You know what I yes. mean? But the thing is, is that it also is incumbent, I think on the artist to do try to push it at times. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's, you don't certainly want to like stress it to a point where it's broken, but I think that it's, it's good to, 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 to allow and i think that you know it goes to show like one good example is like even like iron man and working on that you know the original movie was that i think that was also the ways that i think that we have always kind of seen iron man in the comic books but i think introducing it to a new audience you know and, and knowing your audience too that's the other thing too and they may not understand or may not have ever seen iron man that way and yeah. to kind of like 
do certain things, show certain gadgets, you know, all those things that normally we wouldn't see, but it's, it is good to kind of like flex that a little bit so that, you know, we can kind of say, okay, there's, there's, there's opportunities and possibilities that this character, this publisher or whatever it may be, there's, there's places we can still go. Right. And Mm -hmm. so, we got to get a slice of that every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe man. you know, maybe some people here hearing this are like, no, <laughs> we, don't, we don't want that. Well, that's just like their opinion, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I, I dig it, man. I dig it. I, 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 I love how you push the envelope because it's that's the thing that really attracted to me. I think that the, the the first cover that I saw of yours, I was like, who the fuck is this? Was deceased number one, that oh, yeah. that Joker cover. Yeah, and yeah. I mean that. Amazing, but all of your deceased work—it's—it's—it's it's, it's some of my favorite stuff. But your ice cream and every everything you do—it's just—it's pushed, and it lets you know. Like, there's so many. One of the biggest complaints in comics is, oh, I went and picked up this cover because it looked really cool, but it had nothing to do with the fucking story. Um, yeah. With this, like, you know, you're you're doing a horror book, so it's yeah. it's going. I mean, you you know that this is ice cream, man. If you if you were just read the title, ice cream, man, you would you'd be like that sounds kind of foo foo. But then you look yeah. at that cover and John Jang is going to make sure that, you know, this is a horror book, you <laughs> right, know, deceased. Right. You're going to know that this isn't just a, oh, we're DC's doing a lighthearted kill. It's, you know, kill a few character story. No, everybody dies. And you get a, so that's, that's one thing that you do stay true to when, when, when you do a cover as well, you let the people know what the hell you're going to get. And most of the time it is horror or horrific. And even when it's yeah. not, it's badass. Like your GI Joe stuff. Like it's, oh, I it. you, you know, you're gonna, and it's just, uh, it's what you want, man. Um, well, the thing is, is that with cover work, it's kind of tough too, because I think it's, it's a balance, right? Because hmm. you want to, it's, 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 how do I say it? It's almost like a, it's almost like an appetizer. You want to, you want to let that person who ordered that appetizer know what kind of restaurant they're in, but you don't want to give them the full seven course mm-hmm. meal quite right away. You know what I mean? And I think that's the difference between like really like storytelling on a cover and like really like giving it all up or yes. just kind of like subtly like indicating certain things and, you know, putting at least in my opinion, like really cementing a mood right and Mm. and a feeling and an emotion and i think after that that's enough to kind of like let the person pick up the cover and say okay i'm intrigued and everything like that right and i think with variant covers it's kind of tough too because it's almost like you know there's times when it's like i often ask can i what's the story about what's this issue about Mm. and i may or may not get like a, a lot of you know thorough responses and things like that but it's okay you know i can kind of you know um you know get whatever and glean whatever information I can but there's times too when it's like you want to know some idea and then knowing those things I don't I I I selectively put certain things in and and don't right so that you know we're just kind of saying hey let's just bring them in and let's let's entice them with the art you know I think that's great if someone's buying a, a variant cover for my art but then they actually are gonna like either read that issue or buy it on like buy a digital version and also mm-hmm. because they're like, I'm intrigued enough by this image to want to read it as well too. You yes. know what I mean? So. Yes. And I mean, that's, that's a, I, I think something that a lot of cover artists don't really, I can't say a lot, but there are cover artists out there that don't really play true to that. You know, they're like, Oh cool. I'm going to get paid this bunch of money to do this book. Cause it's Marvel and bam, there's your, there's your Iron Man. doesn't matter what it is. It's Iron Man. This is what you right. got. And you know, you're right. on your way. And, 
Um, right, right. It's it's nice to know that you know you you do have that love and appreciation for this genre. It's not just a paycheck for you. Like some people kind of treat it, especially just you know variant cover artists or a cover artist. That uh, it really is a lot of times just a paycheck because there's something bigger and better going on. And then there's there's not a lot of money in comics. I mean that's 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 real. You know you can yeah. sure it could pay the bills, but they're not going to make anybody filthy rich, you know? Right. right. So uh, I don't know. It's, 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 it's refreshing to see um, uh, somebody that does as many exclusive covers as you do put love into what's actually going on beyond the cover. So it's right. uh, Right. I I dig it, man. I dig it. Well, I think the, the, the thing is, is that, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, like you said, I think there's this impression sometimes like, you know, whatever me, it's like, you know, it, it is what it is, right? It's like, you know, and comparatively, I've worked in, like I said, I've worked in film, I've worked in Silicon Valley, I've worked in comics, then, you know, let's, like you said, this was real. It's like comics are not the most lucrative in terms of like, you know, you know, sort of, you know, monetary gains and things like that. Right. But, you know, to me, in terms of like, really great sort of like, you know, exposure to your work, you know, exposure mm-hmm. to your name, like it's, it's immensely like fulfilling. You know what I mean? Fulfilling is the word. Cause I mean, right. I don't think it, it, it could really get any more fulfilling than being this, this big of a part of the comic book fan base, you know? Cause I mean, right. this is, this is the future of all entertainment right here. These silly books. Well, I mean, that's everything. what I mean. It's like, yeah. And then going back to what I said earlier, it's like, you know, the fact that it is, like I said, it, it is modern American mythology. You're being a part of that. You're being a part of popular culture. You're, you're carving, you know, a little bit here or there of like, you know, the, like you said, the way that you see things and you're infusing, you know, your, your, your vision onto, you know, popular culture. And, if, and, and at the end of the day too, it's like, you know, for me, it's like the reason why I care about it. It's also too, it's like, you know, like I said, I do care about the craft. I care mm-hmm. about, you know, also leaving something behind that I can feel, you know, very proud of, you know what yes. I mean? And, and things like that. Yes. So, you know, I have a lot of pride in that. So it's, 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 it's very rewarding. So that's awesome, man. Um, yeah. I, I have to ask, I don't, I don't get enough artists on this podcast cause you guys are busy as shit. <laughs> um, but it's, it, how was the support from your family when they, you decided, okay, I want to be an artist. Cause that's terrifying. It's the most important job on the entire planet. People don't realize that because without artists, nobody could sketch the blueprints for the, the brainiacs to do, or um, <laughs> it, 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 it really coming down to it, artists are the most important people on the planet, but at the same time, the least paid until you die. And then, and then <laughs> so uh, as, as a parent, as much as I love comics now, if my seven-year-old daughter says, I'm going to try to be a comic book artist, even though I'm like, uh, I mean, like that's, yeah. I love it. I love it, but I'm probably going to be supporting you until you're 30, you know, until you figure <laughs> it out. Um, but uh, so, I mean, how, how did, how was your family rece- receptive of that? It, it, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I think also too, it, they kind of like, we're already kind of very much on the fence. Like my, 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 you know, my mom, and dad, are, you know, and again, I don't want to be like, I'm just going to play up the stereotypes. They're, they're the typical sort of like Asian parents and things okay. like that. Right. And so it's like, you know, it's already, you know, in terms of like wanting to be an artist, you've already got like, <laughs> you're mm. already like a couple of chips down, like, you know, in terms of like the support and everything like that, you know, it's, it's hard for them to kind of, you know, especially because they came here to this country and they had nothing and, you know, they built up what they had. And, you know, for me to kind of like, you know, say, well, I'm going to 
I'm going to like, you know, toss in your faces and I'm going to become an artist and everything like that. But I think that they also realize is that that's exactly why they came here is so we'll have these opportunities, these, these choices to, to make and, you know, things like that. And, you know, ultimately too, at the end of the day, I think that they just kind of knew, like, that's just what was in me. Like, and if it was something else that I was doing, I probably wouldn't be as happy. And I could go down the route of being like, even though I didn't really have the grades to show it, like, you know, a doctor, a lawyer or whatever, but you know, ultimately at the end of the day, I'm, they probably realized I'm just going to be wasting time because ultimately my path is still going to go down where it's bound to go down just because I, I probably, again, would not be a, a very happy individual and things like that. So, you know, I think that they supported me and I think that, you know, early on too, you know, being, like I said, doing, working in Silicon Valley, working in film and things like that. They're like, oh, you can kind of make a lucrative sort of, you know, a right. way of living and everything like that. And then <laughs> I said, well, I'm going to go even deeper now. I'm going to get into comic books. And, <laughs> I'm going to make uh, even less money than you expected me to make. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, you know, know. It, 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 it's, it's been good. But, it, but it's, they, they, they know too, like, you know, I've never, I've never been happier. So see that that's that's really important too because I, I I come from a similar situation where I had these extremely high expectations and I was starting to kind of get there and I was like you know I'm, I'm not liking this comic book shit and I fell back into my thing and I gave up everything to do this and I'm like what the fuck are you doing but yeah. um you know now I mean I send them pictures of look I'm number one in the charts and they're like well, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean I don't know if that means you're paying the bills but it's like, <laughs> you haven't asked me for money and. You know, <laughs> um so well, i don't know i think that well i think this oh, go goes, goes back to what you what we we're saying too is that there there's this also uh, a methodology and a mindset of how to do it back then maybe i don't want to sound like you right. know because again i'm i'm old myself but no you're you right. know you know it's like nowadays we have a lot of opportunities to expose our work whatever that may be that we're mm-hmm. doing if it's podcasting if it's and 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 youtubing or art or all of those things there's this there's more of it out there there's you know than ever before like but there's more opportunities if you really work it to show your work you know yeah. what i mean and and to get yourself out there and i think that's that's a great opportunity right now you know what i mean yeah, I, I don't think there's anything more impressive than a self-sustaining artist, like an artist that can just keep it going. I mean, to me, that that's that's I'm more impressed by an artist that can just make a living off of creating happiness on pen and paper or digitally or whoever it may go than an Elon Musk type of character. I, I really do. Yes, sure. They've got the brains and all of that shit. But th- when it comes down to it, I mean, it's just. It's 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 everybody wants to be an artist and everybody gives up as soon as they realize they can't do it. Most of the most people give up as real as soon as they realize I can't draw like John Jang or I can't draw <laughs> like Jim Lee or whoever. You know, because you're yeah I don't. But it's uh, the devotion it takes to be able to get to that point. And most of the time, you are going to have negative people behind you saying, "I don't think that's the right thing to do." And yeah. I I don't know. It, it, it's I, I love it because it's to see someone like yourself, you know, come from all of that. And I mean, I've got your fucking art on my walls, dude. Like it, it has been since <laughs> yeah. I've owned it, you know, it's, yeah, it's impressive. It really is. And I don't know. I, it's, it's, it's awesome to see. This is what I love about this fucking industry, man. I think it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's, 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 I don't ever want to, <clears throat> I don't ever want to give the impression that I didn't get support. I think mm. that's the thing is that I've always 
I've always gotten the greatest support from my family then, my family now, <clears throat> and everything like that. You know, but you know, the thing is, is that you know, it's a, it's it's oftentimes much like art. There's no there's 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 not really a metric to measure it, right? Yeah. It's it's really subjective. It's really a couple of people may like your art and like a vast majority may not. You know what right. I mean? Or you know, whatever that may be. And then you may be hot one minute and you're maybe not the next, you know, and all of those things. And I think that that's the thing is that, you know, being how <clears throat> people understand, I think, <clears throat> how to do and how to make a living and all of those things, you know, and, and, and how to do it. It's, 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 they're just looking out for us. Do you know what I mean? I think ultimately at the end of the day, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to make sure that we're okay, you know, yeah. and things like that. And, and I think that's the thing is that I, you know, I do, <clears throat> I do lectures at, you know, some art schools and things like that every once in a while. And I think that, you know, I always say there's three key components to really, you know, making it as an artist. And there's a lot of nuances. There's a lot of in-betweens and all stuff, but the main key things are you obviously have to be talented, right? Yes. To some degree. Can you get talented and can you work hard? That's the other thing. You can work harder. You can keep practicing. You can get yourself to a certain level, right? And all those things. And then you have to be professional. You have to be able mm. to communicate. You have to be able to um, kind of sell your work, you know, sell yourself and, you know, all those things and, you know, stand behind your work and, and explain it and be a good, be a good professional to your clients. Right. You know, maybe yeah. I'm going on the fourth thing, but the fourth thing is like you said, it's, it's not to give up because that's the thing is that, mm -hmm. you know, your life happens and it's always tough to kind of like, say this is what i want but that's the thing is that that doesn't necessarily mean you just say this is what i want you're gonna have to figure it out what is it that i need to have happen to make this thing an art career happen right what is it what are all those things that it needs to take and it's not just so not giving up is not just say i'm not going to give up but it's actually working towards that goal actively yes. working towards that goal yeah following through yeah man um i, yeah. I love it I just, <clears throat> we, we just got a john jank seminar this is awesome <laughs> i love it uh no there, there are a lot of aspiring creators that listen to this show <laughs> you're right what's your venmo <laughs> um, venmo yeah yeah uh, i love it man um so uh kind of breaking off a little bit uh yeah um, you, you, you do a tremendous amount of exclusive covers. I mean, this is, yeah. um, no, I, I have to just out of curiosity, really, um, what, what are your kind of standards? Because I imagine you get approached quite often, like now that you, you see as much as you, you, you see your art, um, yeah. what are your standards for that when somebody approaches you for a, a comic book cover? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, I, I have my, my regular clients and things like that, you know, so you know, I'm always looking out for them, you know, mm -hmm. first and foremost, and, and things like that. We're looking out for also, you know, good opportunities, right? It's, it's yes. like, you know, so it's like, hey, you know, this big story arc is happening. And, you know, uh, and, and, you know, these artists are going to be involved in it. You know, one of the first things that I got kind of like, you know, I'd done the deceased. And doing deceased, I was kind of like, I was, you know, I was I was doing art and I liked it and somebody's like hey you know do you want to do some covers for DC I was like yeah that's a great opportunity that that rocks you know what I mean and then I started getting more and more variants and then you know I was hearing whispers of this 
Turtles book called The Last Ronin and everything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then like, you know, A, B, C, and D artists were going to be involved. And I was like, shit, like, this sounds like kind of a big thing. <laughs> yeah, and, man. And things like that. So, you know, getting a, like I said, getting an opportunity to work on stuff like that. And also too, the other standard is, again, doing stuff that you love, right? It's uh, like, you know, I love horror. I love mechs. I love, you know, you know, the more in- intense sort of like visual opportunities, which is always great. But it's also nice to be pushed and nice to be taken out of that comfort zone and do okay. things that, yeah, are like stylistically or content wise, not things that you are always that comfortable with and seeing where that that journey takes you. Because I think, you know, art is not one drawing. It's not one piece. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, one cover. It's art is the whole journey that you're going to be on for all of your being and all your existence and I'm getting very ex- existential here. No, but, you know. this, is, this is what we're, <laughs> well, we're here for, man. This is awesome. Uh, I, I, I love it. Yeah, it's, it's it's taking that 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 windy road and see where it takes you. So, so. Uh, do you, is there any any type of character or title or anything out there that you would just say, I, I no, I'll, I'll, I would never do that. This is not my thing. Um, like, I, I, just, yeah. I honestly don't think so. Like, yeah, always I gonna will... push it. I will always say if you know, and I, obviously it's like a scheduling thing. It's you know, all right. of, you know, if all the stars align and things like that, and and whatever that may be, I'm always inclined to be like, what can I do with this? Like, that's awesome. That's, yeah, that's what, awesome what, to hear. Yeah, what what approach can I take to this so that we're either like, <clears throat> you know, doing it some justice and kind of like you know really polishing up or 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 we take it to a new place right and it's like if and there's there's you know and and i think that's the beauty about doing variant covers too is that you know i think there's also some leeway in terms of like you know the publishers that are like yeah we want them to kind of like you know we want to allow them to do their own thing and and things like that and sometimes we get great opportunities to just do you know crazy things and i think that normally in a normal sort of like in that sort of regular sort of like you know cover a and cover b we may not get that opportunity but you know with variant covers i think we really get to push it and i think that's why you see such a wide range of styles mm-hmm. artists and all those things in the variant you know um industry and i think that that's you know to me it's you know i've always loved <clears throat> guys like Del Otto and Perola. And, oh yeah. No, there's, yeah, there's some amazing guys. ones out there. I mean, it's an endless yeah. list really. It's, it's crazy to think how many amazing <clears throat> artists out there there are like that, but uh, yeah, yeah. that's, it's awesome, man. Um, yeah. Uh, so with the, with these, <laughs> well, I, I guess I have to ask at this point, is, is there a care? I've got a million questions for you, man. I want to get ahead sure, of myself. Sure, man. Uh, no, <laughs> Is, is there a character out there that you just, you cannot wait to get your hands on to, yeah. I mean, just, yeah. Which there's one a, is there's it? a, there's a ton. And yeah, you know, that's the thing is that, you know, it's, it's, I've already had an opportunity. Like I said, I've, I've, I've been very blessed, very lucky to have worked on a lot of things that I grew up with also cinematically too. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, having to, you know, being able to work on, like I said, Iron Man since, you know, the first Marvel movie and, you know, helping to design the Hulkbuster suit and, you know, 
doing a huge part in designing shredder and the turtles and you know all those things and working on transformers and you know and then working you know i loved voltron and and and, and godzilla growing up and getting to work on pacific rim you know cinematically and everything like that it was yeah. just again just mind-blowing sort of like dream come true and then being able to now in my in, in in comic books really kind of like be very expressive with my own style and working on characters like you know i've gone to work on you know batman joker mm-hmm. you know the, the batman who laughs and you know um you know a lot of independent comic books too and we're getting to work on the last ronin and the transformers you know all that stuff has kind of been you know very very blessed you know but you know with that being said i think that there's a lot out there that still yet is yet to be done right oh you yeah know? man i mean my, oh, my yeah. mind uh, there's, there's a million things i want to see you do like yeah. i mean I'm just off the top of my head i i i would love a moon knight cover from you dude like i oh, think that God. would be the that would be just the, the the gem on my wall i think that's probably the only thing i think i could top this uh <laughs> this cease cover here man but i mean the, the, you you have this style that i mean I, I would love to see you do any i mean i shit i'm not even a like a anime or a manga fan but i i would dig like a sailor moon oh, cover from you do like the oh, shit that you sure. do like it's yeah oh yeah man the, and yeah. and i think that's that goes back to you know when you said earlier like where does this all come from and you know and i think that uh, i get asked this question a lot I, like i do a lot of conventions i do a lot of these you know uh, um, talks with you know art students and things like that and you know these interviews and i always get asked what's what's the where did your like what's what's your influences right and mm-hmm. it i don't really like i feel like when i answer it this way I feel very like I feel like I'm copying out, but I'm not copying out. And I honestly am being very truthful and genuine here. It really does come from everywhere, right? I How always talk not, about man. Yeah, I think that's I the only about, right answer to be honest. Yeah, because yeah, if I, you're a fan, then yes, it came from everywhere. It's yeah, like I, like I said, I'm a I'm a very visual person, and I always talk about I always talk about the visual vernacular, the visual vocabulary, and right, and it's like you're. It, for me, I'm always absorbing it, right? If I'm looking at architecture, if I'm looking at a, a fine art painting, and if I'm looking at graffiti on the street, if I'm looking at nature, if I'm looking at texture of something that's, you know, even concrete or a rock or, you know, whatever it may be, it's all like, it's always kind of like being embedded in that visual vocabulary, right? I'm always absorbing it. So, like I said, whether it be, graffiti whether it be anime whether it be you know comic books you know or whether it be you know you know manga whether it be you know renaissance art impressionistic art all of that stuff if i have an opportunity to kind of like help and do something to kind of like throw my my hat into to those you know uh those 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 genres or things something like that i I would love i'd love the opportunity to do it you know so you know like you said if i was to be asked to do a sailor moon i'd be like hell yeah like you know what i mean like <laughs> that's so cool hearing coming from the guy that did this this fucking deceased cover right here oh the sailor moon. like that's that's broad strokes man i love it that's uh well late lately i've been doing more like sort of like cartoonish styles just to see if it will because i think that that's the other thing too is that everyone wants you to kind of be a certain thing and i think that it's always nice to kind of evolve right yeah and if you throw out something that, you know, is like, like you said, like if I do, if I do the Batman who laughs and the ice cream man's that are very intense mm-hmm. and then I do something that's very cartoonish, that doesn't necessarily mean that that's my, my style. I'm just, 
I'm just taking a step on a journey. Right. Yes. And again, wherever that leads me, you know, and that sort of thing too. So, you know, I, if I get that opportunity, like I said, I'll, I'll, I'll always jump at it. So I dig it. I dig it. Man. Yeah. I mean, cause look at Scott, Scotty Young's a great example of that too. Cause he's got his For little sure. baby stuff and then he's got everything else that he does. That's not his, you know, uh, baby Marvel stuff. And it's, I don't yeah. know. It's, uh, but at the same time, you, you could relate both styles to the guy. It's okay to have different styles all relate to one person. And I think that, that if anything, that's the most impressive thing you could be, you know? I, well, I think, was... yeah. And I think that's the thing is that, you know, I think that, <clears throat> when we talk about art and artists, I think everyone wants to have this, uh, everyone, there's this impression that it's, that it's just about, I think us, right. Mm. And it's just about us individually and isolated, but I think really what it is, it's, it's very communal. Right. So yes. yeah, if I'm doing art and I'm sharing it with you, like you love it, you dig it. And then if I like am changing the style a little bit, I may share it with like a new group of people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it becomes a, it becomes a, like a really, like, it's really, it's a communal journey, right? God it's forbid like, the artist expand his audience. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe not everybody wants to be terrified in their comic book covers, you know, like it's, it's, yeah. it, I love it, man. I, 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 I love that you, you, you have, you have the right mindset in this to, to have a, a forever career and doing this. I, I don't see anybody, getting dull on your work. I know you said that sometimes you're hot, sometimes you're not. I, I as long as you keep putting out stuff like this, man, and you're, you, you're going to be going on forever as long as you want to, I guess. I mean, as, as long as you, but um, I, yeah, like I said, there's not a lot of money in this to keep people motivated, but at this point it's, 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 the, the love man and it, it really does show through in your work and everything you do like this entire conversation has, has been really just a showcase of how you truly appreciate and love this goddamn it. industry so it's yeah it, it's awesome man um yeah. I, I i probably have time for one more question because i know you're pressed sure, for time man. and i, I got a yeah, yeah, yeah. long list here um <laughs> I, 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 you gotta just, select that 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 one choice question here right so. i guess yeah um but j just uh because this is kind of like the origin episode if you will because i have a feeling there's going to be a, a at least a another time or two we get to oh yeah in the mic we, get, we, um, we 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 got to franchise this thing we got to turn it into like let's sequels do it. In here. Okay. Let's do it, uh, <laughs> um but uh i want to talk about your 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 first um breakout experience into comics that that first you're going to do a comic book i want you to do this cover um i mean what what was what was the situation there um who, who approached you what was the the feeling uh, after being a comic book lover like you are as talk about that yeah it's 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 kind of weird because i like i said i've prior to doing that i was already like i said i was already you know to me it's kind of weird because um am i getting some sort of like weird light you, on me anyways I, I bet your face is kind of warm right now man <laughs> <laughs> you got a um, light coming across your face right now for the listeners like uh, you're just yeah listening. it's it's a it's a it's a beam of a higher divine spirit here yeah but, uh, like cyclops um, I think what to me, like uh, what's weird is that I've always seen characters and properties as those things, right? So it's like when I worked on the Iron Man movies, I didn't really distinguish it too much from the fact that hey, I'm working on Iron Man. Do you know what I mean? Like, ah, yeah, okay. So you already kind of had that feeling before you got the comic book cover. I mean, Don't that, get that, me that's wrong. Be surreal. Yeah, it's it's always surreal, and and seeing it on the big screen, and you know, and the Avengers, and all those things, I was just like, oh my god, I'm just like, I'm, I'm on cloud nine, right? 
Mm. But yes, there was that that sort of like so. You know, with that being said, I kind of had that feeling a little bit, but then I did have that sort of like breakout sort of moment. And I was always kind of already doing, you know, independent titles here or there, but I guess the big sort of break we already talked about was deceased, right? That, so, that was the one that put you on the map. All right, cool. So, I mean, it's right. the one that got my attention for sure. Right. So, right. That, that, so awesome, especially, and, and, and what's weird, just to give, more context around the whole thing is that I didn't really like, cause again, because I had already been working in film, I didn't really understand what was happening when I was doing deceased. Let me uh-huh. just say like, I'd, I'd been like doing conventions already too. And I've already kind of been around variants, but variant covers, but I didn't really understand what variant covers were. Right. Like oh, all okay. I knew was that I was like walking by some, some tables and like I would see like a Perillo or like I said a Delato or Matina and things like that and you know these I would say kind of like offshoots because they again they weren't you could kind of tell they weren't kind of like part of the regular sort of like right they, they weren't a B cover for sure right like a you know main cover B cover whatever it may be and I was like oh my god these these are fantastic paintings and all stuff I'd love to be you know, I'd love to be doing those, you know, someday, but I didn't really know that they were like a thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and whatnot. And, and then um, I was uh, always kind of like, I had a group of people who were always very supportive. One of those, you know, folks was um, Sean Hidashko from comics elite. And he would always okay. kind of come, come by and be like, Hey, I really love your art. I'd love to get you on a variant cover someday. Or do a cover, and I'm like, I gotta shake yeah, that sure. dude's hand, man. Seriously, because <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think all of the, I think these are all comics elite variants I have here. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, I gotta shake that dude's hand for, for <laughs> exposing you in this in this way. Yeah. Man. And uh. he and he, yeah, he was always like, and I never knew what that meant. Like he was just like, oh, let's let's do one. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I was at, you know, I think it was Emerald City, uh, one year, yeah. and, um some guys came up and looked at my work and you know super friendly and they're like we're from dc dc comics and we'd love to you know we're doing DC, this dc thing. comics they had to reiterate <laughs> it <laughs> yeah i was like <laughs> no no just kidding uh, i was like i i i was uh i was really excited i was really kind of like school you know fanboying really really hard and all that stuff but uh they they were just like you know we 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 have this thing coming up with some DC characters and the, I'd already done a, a couple pieces that were kind of like horrific versions of some of the characters. And mm-hmm. they were like, we really think that you're built for this and all stuff. And I was like, yeah, I'm your man. Awesome. I would love to do it. <laughs> That's so and cool, just, man. Yeah. It took uh, off from there. I, 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 I uh, so uh, I, I can't imagine the, the, I mean, like you said, you, you had that Iron Man feeling and then, it, well, I guess it'd be about eight years then since, you know, between Iron Man one and deceased number one, something like that, eight, maybe 10 years, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you do have quite the gap before you get that. Oh shit. I'm doing something new in comics again. Like, so uh, man, it's, and uh, to be approached by DC in that way, you know, for them to come yeah. to you, you know, I mean, uh, it, it says a lot, man. It says quite a bit because they're, well, I they're, think they're, the, the, the thing that really kind of like really floored me in that conversation was that they were like, we want you to do these characters and we want you to do it in your style. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 
that's and the, I was like, that's the yeah <laughs> attention get right there, for, your style yeah then and for the longest time it has always been like you know because like you said sometimes the my style can be a little bit more i guess you could say intense and things like that and i was like mm-hmm. i was like you sure you <laughs> like mm-hmm. you want you want my style like <laughs> i'll give it to you <laughs> yeah yeah you, oh. may, you may regret it <laughs> That's that's so awesome, man. Well, I'm I'm I couldn't be happier. This all worked out for you, John. Really, like I I'm I'm a fan. I didn't. Um, when I first discovered uh your your work on deceased, I thought that I had a million things that I had to go back and find. I didn't realize that you were just breaking out, man. So um yeah, I, and I I couldn't understand why when I googled your name at first, I was like, where where is everything else? You know, <laughs> like I, <laughs> now I Google your name and it's just scroll 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 like i was i was sewing some people at mile high comics the other day and i was like yeah i'm looking for john jiang covers and i had to kind of was like you don't know who john jiang is and i showed them on google and they're like what the fuck is this I got- <laughs> uh, yeah man i mean it's uh you you're it, it's, it. it's hard to find anybody out there that is, is not you just have to really the only the only thing I could think of is if you're just afraid, you don't like scary things. Like that's the only yeah. reason I could think yeah. of why you would pass up on, on your books, man. So I'm um, really, I, I know that you're, you're pressed for time. I, yeah. I do have an <clears throat> entire uh, notepad of questions for next time though, brother. Um, yeah, you sort of know how to it. answer a question. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe too much in, in some people's never, opinion, but, you never. Know. Yeah, Dude, yeah. If I, I ask one question and it's an hour long answer, that's the best podcast. I've ever had. <laughs> um, Dude, uh, really, John, it's been an absolute pleasure. I know you're a busy man. Uh, we will we will be in touch very soon, sir. Thank you yeah, for everything do that you've let's done. Do man. Yeah, right. like I said, I'm very, very happy to be on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm super humbled and, you know, this has been fun. And like I said, we'll do it again for sure. Sweet, brother. All right, man. All right, we'll man. talk to you soon. Cheers. Right. Peace, guys. Thanks. Later. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoDuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info and parlay points our companion block section of the show thanks for listening to the odph now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast well there you have it episode 373 in the books another creator john jang he's been cornered ah a great one i think it was at least i don't know it's just like my opinion man but i was a fan um, yeah, I, I, I strongly suggest if you're not familiar with his work, get out, seek it out now, and uh, get in on it while it's early, while, while the man's career is still mighty young, because he's destined for amazing things, I have no doubts about him. He doesn't show any sign of letting up, and that's, those are the signs, right? Those are the signs for uh, a great comic book destiny? So, yeah, check out all of John Jang's work. Um, yeah, uh, remember, leave those five-star reviews on Good Pods, uh, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you can leave a five-star review. 
you know? Uh, I mean, shoot, if you, if you got a question, maybe, or even like a guest suggestion, put it within a review, you know? It'll be huge. So, yeah, reviews, gotta have them. Also, uh, yeah, cheerstocomics.com. If you're looking for any Cheers to Comics content, head on over to cheerstocomics.com. I can't say it right now. Uh, and yeah, and also, when you click on the, the, the store button there, it'll take you to shopcheerstocomics.com, where I am having my Cyber Monday sale. Oh yeah, if you're not familiar, you're a new listener, you're, you weren't aware, Cheers to Comics is more than just a podcast now. It's also a retail store as well. So uh, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com, and while you're shopping, all the way up until the 3rd, mm-hmm, December 3rd, you can use code CYBER at checkout and save yourself 25%. And, uh, you know, in the, in the midst of capitalism and whatnot. So <laughs> support a small business and make it Cheers to Comics. All right, I'll talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, fuckers. Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. I'm John Chang. This is Drew Zucker. This is Mark Russell. Hi, you're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous podcast recommendations, please just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you.